0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Spurs fans around the world. Theo Delaney here again saying welcome to another Spurs show. Where this particular edition is a special and we are previewing our last game before the World Cup. Uh, It's an important game because we're at home to Leeds. And if we win it, we can cement our place in the top four, which would be psychologically, I think, a wonderful place to be while we all settle down and put our feet up and watch all that international football. Um, And Leeds are on a bit of a roll in the league. They've won the last two games and they've suddenly looked like they might have turned a corner. So it promises to be a good game. They're quite good to watch leads. Uh, Chris, what's your feeling going into this one?
1: Well, they concede a lot of goals as well. They were three, one down at the weekend, uh, come back to win the game four-three. Um, the, the fans look very frustrated at 3-1 down. Mm. Uh, but, of course, we all know as Spurs fans to, to come back, uh, get those goals, and eventually get the three points. But they had a, a wonderful win at Anfield, uh, which, of course, is a place where we always struggle to win. Um, so, as you said, Theo, the last couple of games have been good for them, six points in the Premier League. Um, but I feel that we've got more than enough quality in our squad, in our starting Um, Of course, it's at home at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium as well. Um, I expect us to win. Good. Dave? Yeah, same thing. Um, I think
2: these they're kind of a bit like us where, you know, they've got a passionate fan base and they throw everything at it. They can see goals, silly goals, and then fight back. I think we, as Chris says, we'd be too strong for them. I think it's to be a 3-0 win for us. What do you think, ola
3: Yeah, I mean, even though they run a bit of a role, they've only won, I think, won in the last five away games, so they have a pretty poor um, away record. And actually, I haven't managed to get to Spurs in the last few months, but I'm actually going to the match. So, you know, I'm hoping to be a little lucky talisman. I shall wear my lucky pants and shall win the game.
0: (laughs) Good. Well, I mean, if we do win the game, we will go into this, as I said in the introduction, we'll be going into this World Cup uh, in the top four. And that's a pretty decent place to be where do you how do you see our performance in the league thus far chris so if you if someone had said to you at the beginning of the season look we'll go we'll have, we'll get a few injuries it's going to be tough there's the games have come thick and fast, but going into the world cup break we'll be in the top four and we'll be in the it will still be in the champions League Would you have taken that
1: absolutely um but without sounding negative, I haven't been wowed so far this season. I haven't come away uh, for, from a stadium yet, either home or away, thinking we have played exceptionally well so far. I think that is still to come. Um, so after the World Cup, I think Antonio Conte has got that chance to work with the players uh, that aren't going to the World Cup uh, or the away. So he's going to have that time with the likes of Jed Spence, who hasn't featured yet. Um, Kulisewski of course is going to be there there's there's lots of players not going to the World Cup so he's got ample time to to get to know those players a little bit better and improve them as well Um, but as I say I haven't been wowed by any performance and I think that that's to come Um, but I just think that we do need to back this manager in every way possible um, in these transfer windows because Antonio Conte regardless of what anyone says about him he has transformed this club within the first year taking us from Europa Conference League football to Champions League and sitting in the top four, like you say at the start of the season, what Spurs fan wouldn't have taken that, sitting in the top four, going through to the last 16, um, you know, playing uh, AC Milan in the last 16. It's, it's, it's great at the moment, but I think that a lot of us want to be entertained and I think yeah. a lot of us are expecting a lot more. But um, as I said on the other show, um, I think that if you add... Uh, a few key additions in the in the transfer window in January, i.e. wingbacks. Mm. Um, I don't think there's any complaints with our midfield because Kerr and Hoybier have been sensational, probably our two standout players this season. Um, the forward three, whoever um, Conte plays, I think we all feel very comfortable they're going to score a number of goals. Mm. Um, defensively, we could probably improve. Um, but overall, the job Conte's done and overall this season so far, you can't really moan about the results.
0: Yeah. I mean, going into that, Leeds game, after that obviously there's the World Cup and then there's the transfer window it's interesting, you say Hoybier and Bentonkirk have both been outstanding and they've actually got better and better haven't they as this season's gone along and then you look at the understudies there or the other players who play in that position, uh, Skip hasn't had much of a chance to play but I think we're all, we all feel good about Skip we all think he's a top player, I mean he had that excellent season at Norwich on loan where he was their player of the year, the best player in that division in the Championship but I tell you I think he's been improving a lot, slightly under the radar is Bissouma I thought he played brilliantly at the weekend and what's good about that is if you've got four really good uh, central midfielders who are continuing to improve it frees up funds because you're not then it means you don't have to be thinking about buying players in that department and because really I think the great need is in defence what do you think Ola
3: Yeah, I thought I will agree. I thought Basuma had a brilliant match on uh, at Liverpool. I think actually he was one of the best players. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we we need to bring in some more people in January. Uh, You know, I do think this will. I mean, it's such a weird season. But as I said in the last show, I think it could be a a bit of a blessing for us because we have been kind of pretty decimated by injury. and i completely agree with chris because i th- i think that we we have to kind of play a little bit more you know a bit more of an enjoyable football it has not been enjoyable to watch us play in the last few matches um it, it just when you're when you're sitting there for 20 minutes and the ball's being sent back and sent back and sent back every time um it's very frustrating um but i will also agree i um I have big faith in Conte. Um, that might uh, prove to be wrong, but I'm—I I have big faith in him. And I think if he gets another transfer window and does some good stuff, good signings in that transfer window, and he's given the money to do that, um, I think we—you know—I think we could come back from the World Cup. As I said, without if we don't get any injuries, and we're we're pretty we're in a good spot. As I said fourth and in the Champions League still, like you know. I think a lot of it, we're just annoyed because, you know, those other guys are playing quite well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's not... It mean, doesn't that, make it any better. You know?
0: Good point. That's a very good point. Dave, I mean, I think most people would agree, who've been watching Spurs this season, that, that they haven't played brilliantly, haven't pulled up any trees. But then there's two ways to react to that, that you'll find. one One is... Oh, we're in a false position. This is all going to start crumbling because if you look at the way we've been playing, we're not we're not worthy of where we are in the in the league and the Champions League. The other way of looking at it is: look, we are we're there. We've got all these points. You can't. You, it's a meritocracy. You can only get there on merit, and we've done that before. We've really clicked, and after this World Cup and the transfer window as well, you know, and the way Conti is, you know, he knows it's an ongoing process. We could click. We could go up another level, and then we'll be even better. And then, we, you know, we might climb the table and we might actually put in a big run. What, what, what do you think? Are you glass half full or glass half empty about that? I'm, I'm, I'm in that second school of thought, Theo. Really? It's,
2: the performances this season really haven't been up to much. You look at the Leicester game, 6-2. That was never a 6-2 game. No. No. You know, it was unbelievable. And then you look at Liverpool which was probably our best performance. You know, we did actually play some good football and we actually went out for it. And it showed that there is capability in that team to go and play like that. With the World Cup transfer window, it's, you know, there's possibilities there that we could do something. You know, we could definitely climb the table. We should be, we can get more points and play better. And, um I'm I'm very optimistic still. And Conte, I still believe in what Conte is doing. He needs to be back.
0: How excited are you about the World Cup? Not particularly, to be honest.
2: Um, I've always been club first. And, yeah. you know, obviously I want England to do well. I, you know, I'm one of these fans that... I'm England first in the Nationals, but I support all the home nations as well. Yeah. So, you know, and obviously when the home nations are out, I care about the Spurs players out there. So.
0: Yeah. Will you cheer for England, or
3: Unfortunately not. <laughs> I'm an Ireland fan. Yeah. And, uh, so Wales would probably be where I would, um, yeah. Bale would probably be where I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have some mixed feelings about this World Cup though as well yeah. um, I think yeah which we won't go into today but where it is and, and how it yeah, how yeah. It is, it's just um it's just I I have found myself normally I love a World Cup you mm. know regardless of where I am doing it and I you know I'm not an England supporter but I do enjoy when they do well because I do think there's a nice kind of atmosphere about things when they do yeah. well yeah. um but i there's something about this world cup that i just don't feel like i you know normally i have, by now I'd, I'd have my wall chart yeah and i'd be all ready to go um yeah. mystic book um yeah. and i haven't really i i wouldn't even be able to tell you what the when the first game is to be honest so i will watch stuff but i'm not as excited as i could be
1: yeah chris are you going out there <laughs> I'm not actually. I I normally follow England everywhere, but I've been to every single Spurs game, home and away, and cover a lot of the under-21s and the youth games as well, and I'm absolutely shattered. So (laughs) I'm having six weeks off.
0: Blimey, well earned, mate. That's a rare thing indeed, six weeks off for you. So you'll be watching it on the telly, obviously
1: absolutely but um i'm with order on the um on the whole world cup thing because it just seems so strange yeah and for for me personally i just don't think it should have ever have been allowed yeah. to have broken up a premier league season like it's going to it's it's going to yeah. feel very strange for all of the players it's going to feel very strange for all of the fans um coming back on on boxing day and having that six week break it's is it, the whole feel of it it just feels very very odd but yeah the world cup starts in just 13 days and of course uh We've got a couple of games yet. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, let's just let's just revisit this Leeds game before we go. I'm just looking at this Leeds. Like, I don't know if you if you've seen those last two. I watched that game where they won at Liverpool live, and then I watched the highlights of the weekend with that cracking game against Bournemouth. And they've got some exciting young players coming through, haven't they? They've got that young uh, Somerville, who's the Dutch player, who looked amazing in the, both those games scored in both those games they've also got that extraordinary young uh italian gnonto who just came on as a sub in both games and looked at a real handful gelhart is a very uh highly rated young forward as well so they look like i've got a feeling that this game at the weekend will not be straightforward and it could be i, I expect us to win but i think it could be an absolute I don't know, I've just got a feeling it could be a minor classic before we all before we all pack up for a month and watch the World Cup. I mean what do you what do you think, Dave? Uh, uh, what did you say? Do you thought we were gonna win easily? Um, it won't it won't be easy, but the
2: score might make it seem easy. I think yeah. I said three nil. I think yeah. I'm going for that. But we won't make it easy at all. Do But think... I do think it'll be a good game.
0: Okay. Well, let's actually, maybe now is the time to do formal, actual formal, I'm going to take that as your formal prediction, Dave, Yeah, 3-0. Orla, how do you see it? Are you excited about it? Because you're going, you must be excited. I've got a feeling you might be witnessing high class entertainment.
3: I'm going, I'm bringing my nephew, so I'm going to have to watch my language because normally I get a little sweary and yeah. I haven't been to the shop this season. So watch out shop. <laughs> <laughs> my credit card is coming. Um, I, I feel like it might be a little bit, do you remember on the last day of school where you got to play board games? Yeah. You no. Know, yeah. Before the holidays, you yeah, know. Yeah. It's I, not like
0: I, a real school day <laughs> at all.
3: Yeah, I kind of have a feeling that the match might feel a little bit like that. Yeah,
0: like an um, end of season game. You know, yeah. do you remember that time when we beat Leicester like I don't know seven three or something. It could be like well, obviously this season we beat them six two, so but it could be that sort of game. I've I've got that vibe about it as well.
3: Yeah, it could have have that vibe. I'm hoping because I'm going to be there. There'll be loads of goals. So, but yeah. we'll win. So I'm going to go with four um, three.
1: Yeah, I think it's got goals written all over it, Chris. I'm going to go 3-2 um, because Leeds, uh, whether they're losing, drawing or winning, they play the same way all of the time. Attack, attack, attack. And, of course, we've got a fantastic attacking line as well. So I think there's going to be goals. 3-2. Yeah.
0: I'm saying 5-4 to the Spurs. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Imagine the odds. Imagine nice. the odds. I might go and have a bet. I don't know. You know, I gave up betting a while ago. I might just come out of retirement for that. I'll probably get 100-1 <laughs> to one, at least. Uh, thank you ever so much I think we've come to the end we've made our predictions outlandish silly predictions well you might as well I mean the predictions never come true anyway so I would just like to say Orla, Dave and Chris thank you so so much for coming back for this special Leeds United preview show uh, it's our last conventional Spurs show uh, before Christmas but, of course, as I said, we'll be back weekly anyway. We'll be looking at the World Cup from, through a, a Spurs perspective uh, over the coming weeks. Uh, so thanks again, guys, for coming back. And all that remains for me to say here in London is... Come you Spurs! If you want to
2: advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at
1: playbackmedia.co.uk.